Hello, this is God's Loving Sacrifice, and I'm GLS. Today we're going to talk about, or continue talking about, uh, Satan is a Liar. The last time I told you that there was a song that I used to sing that was called Praise the Lord, and it went, Satan is a liar, and he wants to make us think that we are pulpers when he knows himself we're children of the king. And that's what I quoted in my last podcast. But the next line of that says, so lift up the mighty shield of faith. And that's what we're going to talk about today. How do you stop Satan and his lies? And you stop it with the armor of God. Ephesians 6, 10 through 20 says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers against powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you'll be able to resist in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. Stand firm, therefore, having girded your loins with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. In addition to all, taking up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all of the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, with all prayer and petition, praying at all times in the spirit. And with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition, for all the saints. This is so important. And I think that if you have listened to any of my podcasts, you'll find that I mention the armor of God quite often. That's because every day I try to remember to put on the armor of God. We need to be in his word. We need to have faith. You need to stand. We don't kneel for anyone but God. And before Satan, we stand and we make a stand. There are many ways to prepare yourself to wear the armor of God. If we look at each thing that belongs in the armor of God, it says having girded your loins with truth, the truth of God. So many people out there are living in lies. We have progressive Christians that have decided that the truth isn't important. What is important is to make sure they don't turn anyone away. But that's not what God has for us. And then the next thing we're supposed to do is put on the breastplate of righteousness. If we are not righteous in ourselves, if we do not stand firm in our faith, in his word, then we don't have righteousness. If we don't have righteousness, how do we stop Satan? If we don't have righteousness then we're just inviting Satan in. But how do you have righteousness? You shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And when that says the gospel of peace, it means that's what God taught. That doesn't mean that we're passive. That doesn't mean that we don't stop those shod feet. The next thing that we need to do is take up the shield of faith. My very first podcast was on faith. The size of a mustard seed is what you start with. That's all you need to believe in Jesus Christ. It's just that small bit of faith. 
And that faith that you carry with you and you hold in front of you will extinguish Satan's arrows. Your faith, your trust in God can stop the evil one. One of the most important things that you're going to wear is the helmet of salvation. The salvation that he gave us when he died on the cross. That protection, that covering. I think of salvation sometimes, and maybe it's just me, but I think of when God died, when Jesus died on the cross, there was a covering over the Holy of Holies. But when he died, that was ripped from the top to the bottom. And that covering was removed from the Holy of Holies, and the Holy Spirit was able to come out and put that covering on us. That's the helmet of salvation. And speaking of the Holy Spirit, then we have the sword of the Spirit. We have him guiding us. We have him protecting us. We have him praying for us, interceding for us, drawing us to God. And the way we have that is because we are in the word of God. We are praying. We are interceding. We are learning his word. We are learning what he wants from us. Yes, it's easy to get that salvation. It's very easy to get salvation. People seem to want to make it so hard. But salvation is a very simple thing to do. You believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You believe that he lived, he died, he was buried, he rose again, and he sits at the right hand of the Father. And you believe in his grace and his mercy and his love. And that gives you that helmet of salvation. But your feet being shod with the gospel of peace and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, those don't just come with salvation. Salvation is just the beginning. They say faith without works is dead. We don't get salvation through work, but we do get the armor of God through our works are reading the word, are changing our lives because that's what God leads us to do. That's how you stop Satan. That's how you fight against his lies. And once we have done that, we have to be able to stand. If you look at the scripture, it says we're supposed to stand. Then it says stand therefore. It says we're going to withstand. Everything has to do with us standing, with us knowing who we believe, knowing what we believe, and living that life. With all of the armor that protects us, we also need to make sure that we tell others how to get the armor, how to live for Christ. You know, a lot of people look at things in the Bible and they don't join this and that. And Ephesians is where we talk about the armor of God. But if you've ever read Isaiah, which is really a summary of the whole New Testament, um, it talks about it in Isaiah. And as Isaiah 11.5 says, also righteousness will be the belt about his loin and faithfulness the belt about his waist. And Isaiah 59.17 says he put on righteousness like a breastplate and a helmet of salvation on his head. Those are part of the armor of God. And Isaiah is telling us about the armor of God before Jesus ever came. Hebrews 4.12, we talk about the word of God. The word of God is living. 
Have you ever read through the Bible, you're going through something and you're reading a scripture and it comes and it just means so much to you. And it just fills that place inside of you that whatever it is you're going through, it it helps you understand what God has for you. And then you go back and read it again, but you're going through a different thing. And all of a sudden you see that same scripture can hold something for you in a totally different situation. That's because God's word is living. As we live and we read it, the Holy Spirit shows us what it means to us, shows us what God wants us to see there, lifts our lives because it is living and it is active and it's sharper than any two-edged sword and it pierces as far as the division of spirit and soul, both joints and marrow, and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. That's Hebrews 4.12. People say we can't judge. We can judge your fruit. We are not judging your life. We are not judging you and condemning you, but we can judge your fruits. And you do that through the living, active word of God. When we see things going on around us and we sit quietly by and watch them happen without saying a word and someone comes to you and says, oh, you think that's okay? Well, no, not really. The Bible does say that that's an abomination. The Bible tells us to call that out. The Bible doesn't tell us to sit back passively and watch it happen. When we sit back passively and watch those things happen, we're allowing those people to head towards hell without stopping them and telling them that that is not the way. This is the way. God is the way. But so many of us are so afraid of what others might think or others might say. And you know what? When you have on that armor of God, you feel that you have on the armor of God. You know that you can say what needs to be said. Second Corinthians 10.4 says, for the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. First Thessalonians 5.8 says, but since we are of the day, let us be sober, having put the breastplate of faith and love and as a helmet, the hope of salvation. We need to wear them so that other people can see them. They're not going to see our armor. They're going to see our lives. And while we get told all the time, you can't judge me, they're judging you. And as a Christian, that judgment's going to be harsher than anything you've ever seen. That's why we need the armor to protect us from those things. We need the Holy Spirit to cover us, to uplift us, to intercede for us when we don't know what to say. We see what's going on. We don't know how to fix it. We don't know what to say. That's when we allow the Holy Spirit to take a hold of us and say what needs to be said or do what needs to be done. So Satan is a liar, but we can lift up the shield. We can hold up the sword and we can stomp our feet with the word of God and he has to run. So the next time you feel that things are coming in on you and you don't know how to make a difference. You see things that are not right. Put on that armor of God. Wake up, wake up, listen. 
to what's being said and align that with what the Word of God says. So let's fight the good fight. Let's lead others to Christ through our actions.